Welcome back to Catholicism is Cool with Mary and Joseph. So Joseph, we were talking earlier about, I go to daily mass and you go to daily mass sometimes too. And I love it because the people who are at daily mass are really there. They're reverent, they're quiet, they do their thing. And then if you want to, you were mentioning about, um, you have to leave before the rosary starts in the back of the room because it kind of breaks up your concentration? Yeah. You know, let me get right into it. I am a broken mess, right? So I need undistracted space um, when I spend my quiet time with God. And I do my, my daily holy hour now, right? And I've been doing this 40-day holy hour challenge where I spend an hour in silence with my creator so that he can pour into me um, his plans for my life, right? And in doing so, I need to be at a space where there's no distractions. So I normally go before the Blessed Sacrament. And that's my favorite space, right? Because I'm literally in front of the creator of the universe in physical form here on earth as close as I could ever get. And whether that's at daily mass, um, you know, and the mass will normally be like 20 minutes or whatever. And, and sometimes I'll alternate that. I'll do my holy hour, um, 30 minutes. I'll do 30 minutes and then I'll throw some mass time in there. And at, at least at my church, it's the same group of people that attend every day. And, yeah, right. And there's this one lady that has this beautiful singing voice. And all these older women, they, do, they pray the rosary after mass ends. They wait like three minutes and then they go right into, in the name of the Father and the Son, and they go right into the whole, the rosary. And that's my cue to get up and leave. <laughs> and here's why. Is when she starts singing, she leads the entire rosary. That's the first part. She leads the entire thing with this powerful female voice. But it's so over loud. Like there's no need for it to be that loud because literally there's like six ladies sitting around her. And she's, <laughs> She's projecting across like the whole entire church and immediately it breaks out. It breaks my uh, state of, of focus um, and connection with my heavenly father. And then they start singing at the end of the rosary and she's got this beautiful singing voice, like very gifted and talented. However, she sings above everyone else volume wise and no one could keep up with her. And it actually makes them get even quieter because right. they realize they don't have the talent that she has. So yes. they actually get even more silent. So now it's pretty much her just singing the worship by herself and kind of like isolating people. And I wrestle with judging her. Like I, I judge the woman. And, and I've had so many times, because this has been a repeating thing, so many times I've had to just surrender it and say, God, like I'm totally judging this woman. Like how does she not know how loud she is right now? How, <laughs> did, how does she not know that there's people silently play, praying in the corners of the church and she's distracting? How does she not know that she's the only voice that could be heard when everyone's singing? Like how does she not know that? And like I want to judge her. But you know what? I'm probably so wrong. And, and you know what just showed up for me? She might have hearing loss where she can't hear other people maybe well. Well, and she might consider that her service, that she's saying, I'm going to lead this group and I'm going to let them come along and they must be shy. So there could be a whole different thing going on in her. I, I agree. So coach me in this, this area, Mary, because seriously, I'm open to your coaching. And it's like, 
What do I do with that when my humanity, my flesh, wants to judge her, even though my spirit says, you know what? She's going through her own struggle. She's probably unaware. She doesn't mean anything by it. She's showing up every day. She's giving her heart and soul to her creator. She's using her talents. And here I am judging her. Like, what do I do with that? Well, I wouldn't keep yourself in a space that you don't have to be in. But let's put it, okay? I agree with you. You know, get out of the devil's way. Mm. Yeah, because he's, he's poking at me, right? Totally. Yeah, he's totally like just judge her, judge her, judge her. Look at her. How dare she? Da, 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 da. So what I'm hearing you say is like, Joseph, stop choosing that environment. Go to an environment where he, the devil can't poke you, where you're judging someone. Is that- so let me tell you my story about that part of it. Go. I used to do the rosary every day with those ladies at the back of the church. Got it. And the person in charge would say a bunch of prayers and do the rosary and then do like 10 prayers after that. It would drive me nuts. And then I would get anxious and then I'd want to leave and I stopped going. That's exactly it. It's like sometimes there's too many prayers. Like seriously, you're at 15 prayers. Let's call it a day. I know it. <laughs> so what did you do with that? Um, then I started judging myself, feeling guilty because I wouldn't show up with the ladies at the rosary anymore. Uh, but I would pray the rosary by myself. Wow. So the enemy actually forced you into, your own, into isolation, like disconnected from them in a way, right? Or am I- Yeah. Ew, gee whiz. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, we're coaching each other, right? There's no transformation in isolation. Whoa. Um, Wow. Okay, so I'm going to have to think about that. But then what do I do with not wanting to sit there for 30 plus minutes with all these other prayers? So here's what I wrestle with, right? Is one, I could take the easy road and change my environment and so could you. And not go there and plug into another group where they do 10 prayers instead of 15. And it pisses you off less. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And or or and this is this is what I wrestle with, Mary, is what is God trying to do in us? And the only way God grows us is with friction, in my opinion. So what is why is God allowing that friction? In, in you with the women, and for you, it's the amount of prayers. For me, it's the volume of the, them saying the prayers. Do we stay in that environment and just deal with surrendering constantly to God? Is that what he's showing us? Well, there is the tremendous potential of his grace helping out the situation. Hmm. So are we choosing the lesser good if we change our environment? Not that we're doing anything wrong, because that's not what we're saying, that we're not doing anything wrong. But are we choosing the lesser good and maybe the greater good is to stay there and offer it up or pray for those individuals or something like that? What do you think? Is that the battle you want to pick? Or is there another one that he might be saying, I like that, that's good. Let's go to another one. Who are you judging at work? Who are you judging? Because that judgy voice, 
pops up outside of church even more so. You just recognize it in the church because you're right there. Do you get what I'm saying? I totally get what you're saying. And we're going to leave that as a cliffhanger as we go into commercial again here. And let's, yeah, let's start our next segment talking about how judgment shows up in our lives outside of church. You down with that? I love it. All right, Catholic Nation, you're listening to Catholicism is Cool with Mary and Joseph, and we are sharing with transparency that we're not perfect. We're not super pious. We don't have it figured out, but we're trying. We're surrendering we to God. We love our faith. And we yes. love our faith, and that's what God asks of us. All right, let's take a quick commercial. We'll be right back. 